better reason to get divorced from Clark Griswold. <laughs> because he keeps planning awful vacations or because he keeps replacing your kids with different children <laughs> thinking you won't notice. Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Um, all right, so let's just get started this week. We're talking about sequels, and I'm here with a few guests. We have Matt MacArthur. Hello. And Sean Rosa. Hi there. And Laura Clark. Hello. So we we actually all just watched Return to Oz together, mm. and then immediately just fired up the because <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. I think, like... The show is about sequels, but I think that mm. mostly this section of it, we're just going to talk about Return to Oz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the uh, preeminent sequel, you know, Godfather 2, Terminator 2. Home no, Alone 2. Home Alone Lost two, in New York. Lost in Oz. Lost uh, in yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. is there, can you, like... Laura, you've seen this before. You're the only one of us that watched it tonight that had seen it before, right? You would see it. I'd seen it. Me and you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, this is the first time. Can you think of another movie that the sequel is so far from the original? I I don't I mean they don't they don't really do that, right? No. Some of them do. I mean, there are probably some kind of like direct to VHS, like Disney oh, sequels sure. and Hannibal, stuff. right? Because yeah. they changed Clary Starling. True. Yes. But uh, Silence of the Lambs in itself is, I don't know if That's it's a sequel, right. but it, it is. Yeah. yeah. Man, Manhunter, like yeah. originally introduced yeah. Hannibal Lecter. Oh. Not as Anthony Hopkins. It was the. It was Brian, Brian Cox. Cox. Yeah. yeah. All right. From HBO's Succession. <gasps> so here's the question then. Which one is scarier, Silence of the Lambs or Return to Oz? Oh, Return to mm. Oz. Oh, my yeah. God. I Depends mean, on your age, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you go into Silence of the Lambs uh, with an expectation that it's going to be, like, psychological or thrilling or scary at points. Like, you go into Return to Oz, like... This is going to be a fun romp through Oz. Oz. <laughs> this place we all know so well. Oh, and these characters. There's going to be just singing what they look like. and dancing. And, mm. oh. I, I, it's like what maybe the first gritty reboot? That, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Is there an earlier is, gritty um, reboot? Christopher Nolan was very influenced by this. <laughs> Clearly. This was uh, the main inspiration mm. of the Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> It was so. So um, Dorothy comes back younger than she was in the original Wizard yes. of Oz. Somehow, Wizard of Oz somehow. But um, they bring her to. She can't stop dreaming about Oz, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so they bring her to a hospital to have um, 
electro I guess electro healing yeah, electric, electric healing yeah. I'm I'm assuming it's probably like a an early version or like fictionalized version of like electroshock or like electroconvulsive therapy yeah. like and they had a much better PR guy back then oh yeah with that yeah name. That's just electric healing. It actually sounds electric like electric healing. Seventy seven. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, at the same <laughs> yeah. time. It makes sense that Auntie M and Uncle Henry were like, "Oh yeah, this is a good idea yeah, for yeah. our charge." Like, yeah, they weren't yeah. like snake worried oil didn't about work, so. the science. They were more worried about how expensive it was. <laughs> yeah, that's the only conversation they had about it in the beginning. They're like, "We can't afford." To hook our daughter up to a battery, or wait, <laughs> niece up to a... <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. But they weren't concerned with, like, the negative effects mm. of that. No. Uh, I mean, they, they probably didn't understand much. Yeah, it's probably very religious. Yeah, they were, they were a bunch of country bumpkins Cutting from Kansas, edge. you know. They probably believed in, like... Ev- yeah. not, um, intelligent design or whatever. Uh, certainly. They certainly mm. did. <laughs> So this movie is from 1985. The original was 1939, 39, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And that's also probably like the longest time be- between an original and uh, a sequel. Yeah, that's a huge that's amount. A long yeah, that's a time big though, gap in between. Um, so I'm just saying it's from 1985, so there might be some spoilers in this podcast. So if you haven't oh. seen it... <laughs> Prepare yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah, pause yeah. the recording, go watch Return to Oz. Yeah. And I'd oh. give that advice even if you have seen it before. Mm-hmm. Watch mm. it again. Yeah, watch it's it great. again. Mm. Oh. So who is your favorite character? Let's go around <laughs> the room because I think this is an important question about this movie. Um who is your favorite character from Return to Oz? Wow. Uh, that's tough, just right on the spot. But I feel like the character I disliked the least was TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, I didn't really find anything creepy about him. I didn't dislike <laughs> I mean, the way he talked, really. I Nothing creepy about the character based on the electroshock machine. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. But he was so positive. Maybe and he, he also that looked like really Wilfred Brimley. Yeah. yeah. He yes. looked and sounded like Wilfred Brimley. And was based on the electroshock machine. Yeah. I mean... That's I, your favorite character. Was, yes. <laughs> okay. There, I, 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 I... There was a little charm to him where it was like... Not, not necessarily him, but his design just as like... That old school '80s, like mm. what before robots had knees, so they just had to like <laughs> waddle around. Yeah. You that's know? true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, one useful arm, and I the did like wind that. Up. that. The wind was up was very yeah. satisfying, and it was yeah. such a big part of, like, such a huge plot device was whether or not this goddamn robot had been wound up. Yeah, which, yeah. which part you wound up? Yeah. I mean, the movie wouldn't have functioned yeah. without that. Yeah, you had to wind. What was it? Three different actions? Uh, his, yeah, yeah. His his motion, his speech, and his, his thinking. Thoughts. Yeah, right. Oh, and the best part was the end where he's like, "I have this plan," and we're like, "That's a great plan," and it has no consequence. They abandon <laughs> <Yeah>. it instantly <laughs> after. That's right. I have this plan. I'm going to die. Yeah. Oh, and also how he stressed how much he loved that he was not alive. It right. Was, he's like, a robot. <laughs> He's yeah. not alive, he's but not alive. he loves the yeah. fact that he's well, not he's alive. Like, it's it, really it was served like, me well. It was like written on his back, does all but live. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> does everything but live. Yep. 
And then they got the magical make something live powder and they yeah. gave it to the moose head instead of him. Yeah, yeah he didn't I mean, want he didn't it. Want oh, it. that'd be horrifying. He'd be so moose, mad. I don't think the moose yeah. wanted it either. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, okay, so Sean Rosa, tell me about your favorite character in this movie. My favorite character, uh, boy, uh, probably Jesus. Jesus uh, was not in this movie. Jesus uh, was Dorothy in this movie. is a Jesus she figure. Jesus I sure. Yeah, Dorothy is very uh, Christ-like. But in- arguably, like, every protagonist in every movie mm-hmm. is, like, a Jesus character. True, true. Sure. Um, probably my favorite character is... Um, God, that, I guess it's so hard. <laughs> I, I guess Dorothy, just because mm. you know she's the one I'm most familiar with, and you guys have a history together. Yeah, where we go way back yeah. to 1939. Yeah, <laughs> yep. um, yeah, she, she is like the the kind hearted one. She's not creepy like all the rest of the characters. Mm. Mm-hmm. True, actually. Yeah, they yeah. managed to keep her from being a creepy little girl at any point. Yeah, yeah. I'm like cycling through the characters for one that's not creepy, and I'm like, yeah. no, it's no, Dorothy. no, it's just yeah. Dorothy. Yeah, Dorothy. Yeah. Dorothy also like um, deals with creepiness. Like the how well she deals with the creepiness <laughs> kind of makes her creepy, right? Like, yeah, how when, how how calm she is through all of this. Yeah, like there's a scene in the beginning where she's in a hospital room in a mental institution alone and she just sees the reflection of somebody else in the room suddenly coming up behind her in the window. Yeah. And she just turns around and she's like, oh, hello, new friend. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> like anybody else would be like, what is happening? How did you get in here? Yeah, she's got like a very Danny Torrance from The Shining thing going mm. on. Yeah. That's true. But somehow not off-putting. She pulls it off. No. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Torrance wasn't creepy either, except when he was, you know, seeing co- ghosts possessed by shit. Tony, right? Yeah. Was, yeah. 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 But he d- he couldn't help it though. That's you. You rooted for him. Yeah. All right. So who's your favorite character in this? Ah, film? wow. Laura um, Clark. I get. I mean, I gotta go. Maybe like the dead-eyed scarecrow is <laughs> a good choice. Oh, man. God, just that... wait the whole movie to see him. The scarecrow is so much creepier in this movie than the first one. Yeah, oh. I, think he's, no, I think he's the most frightening part of the entire movie. Yeah, just no facial expressions. Just... Yeah. Just... Actually, if Christopher Nolan was inspired by this movie, it was with that character. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. True. Because it's like the creepiest thing, like in the Batman movie with the character. For scarecrow. sure. Yeah. yeah. And at least Jack like doesn't have eyes to be creeped up by, but the Scarecrow's eyes are just these like dead, jaded on dead. Mm. They change yeah. expression, but only when you're not looking <laughs> at them. Yeah. It's horrifying. <laughs> you're like, when did you start looking worried? How did that happen? <laughs> hey. Yeah. hey. Uh, back to just placid. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. Well, the scarecrow is the king. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't feel good. No. no. <laughs> like, that. Oh, like, I'll bring you to the. Like, if you showed up there, it, and this is in, like, per, blue sky, Emerald City, and they're like, we'll take you to the king. And then you go, and he's got this, like, weird tin hat. And yeah. he's just like, and he's still falling apart, even though he's the king. He's got straw all mm-hmm. poking out. But he has a brain. Pa- Ugh. 
Well, so does TikTok, and he's not. Look, I just replace, make TikTok the king. I but think. TikTok yeah. had to be the army of Emerald That's City. True. What about any of the many, many humans in <laughs> us <laughs> who always had brains? Oh. I loved how when she got there and they're all like they all have turned to stone, but all the first people she sees are just like like sitting and reading a book or like doing a thing and immediate she's not like look at all these statues. She's like oh, the people all turned to turn stone. To stone. <laughs> yeah. Let me do that. Go down to Boston Common and just be like oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> John Adams, no! <laughs> hmm. It was strange, yeah. And they're all, they, they were clearly caught off guard. That's what I noticed, too. The stone happened very quickly. You know, people were in oh, the yeah. middle of oh, what oh, they but, were um, doing. Yeah. The they Tin Man was like swinging, like he was fighting somebody off. Like there was like a battle going yeah. on. Yeah. Either, either he was trying to fight off an enemy, a known yep. enemy, or he was committing a murder. Oh. We don't know. It could have Maybe he had no idea what was about to happen. He was about to do something horrific. Yeah. And he was saved. True. Yeah. And then he finishes the swing when he wakes back up and looks around like, <laughs> I, what happened to the person that yeah. was laying right here? Yeah. I was going to murder someone. <laughs> Where are That's they? the last thing I remember. <laughs> and that's, it's, it's based on the, the book. More so than the first movie sure. is. Yeah. And oh, well, like so, oh my the god, the Tin Man's so the, backstory the, is that what yes, you're about to bring up? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was the creepiest part of. Yeah. What was the creepiest part? The Tin Man's backstory, which oh. they do not touch on at all. Oh, in the okay. So tell me about the Tin Man's oh, backstory. Right, because right, right. They 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 said it. <laughs> they never they, mentioned this in the first one, right? No. And then in the second one, there's a there scene where. A, when they show up at the hospital and they're asking Dorothy about her Oz, dreams and yeah. about Oz, um, they ask her about the characters that she met there. And this is how she described the Tin Man. Yeah. yeah. Who wants to pick it up? Well, he he was a tin woodsman. He was a woodsman, but then he ran into a witch and she enchanted his axe so that he kept, every time he swung it, he would cut off a limb. So he cut off his leg and replaced his leg with tin. But then he cut off his arm and replaced his arm with tin. And then he just couldn't stop cutting off parts of his body until he got to his head. And, and then the doctor's just like, okay, That's all right. <laughs> a very cute story. Like, He's like, yeah, I think we've heard enough. Yeah. <laughs> and for going the psychological angle, like, yeah. where did she get that story? No, no, yeah. I know, that never came up. What's the, the real life analog for that? I, I love the doctor's like eye contact with, with <laughs> the aunt once in a while too, while she's talking. He's like, uh-huh. And he looks at her like, Jesus Christ. Is she telling you all this too? <laughs> He's like, this is going to be worth the five bucks for sure. <laughs> But I'd say my favorite character was Jack, the pumpkin. Oh. He's got a he's just a real skinny <laughs> dude made of wood. Yep. And he's got a big pumpkin head. And just a real real Brooklyn hipster of a guy. He yep. is, man. He's got like a scarf that's like just wrapped around him and yeah. ah, he's so good and he's got no affect to his voice whatsoever. No. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> Can I call you mom? Yeah, that's... Oh, man, now I keep saying everything's the creepiest part, but I think they are. <laughs> but that is... But yeah. the fact that he wanted to call Dorothy mom... That's you know, creepy, that but the, the way he said it, too. Yeah. 
it, like if he had mom. some emotion he actually sounded like i'm scared and i need but he was just like can i call your mom yeah that's like a terrible yeah. like you know weird tinder date kind of thing yeah <laughs> And then she, like, is like, okay. And then he's like, great, end of every sentence, mom. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Don't let the audience forget, he calls her mom. You let me do this, Dorothy. (laughs) Mom, sorry. (laughs) When he becomes a teen, he starts calling her Dorothy. She's (laughs) like, I'm still your mother. Uh, You're not my mom, Dorothy. (laughs) Oh, the first thing, no boundaries, this guy. The first thing he asks her to do is check his head for spoilage. That's yeah. right. Because he's got a pumpkin head. He's going to make sure he's all right. It's what my mom would do and, for me. And then he said, how does it feel? And I thought he meant, he was asking her, like, do you, do you like that? <laughs> What's this doing for you, yeah. mom? <laughs> to be fair to him, his head was also hollowed out. I mean, it's not like it was an intact pumpkin. No. You know, your head spoils pretty fast when it's actually a jack-o'-lantern. Very true. Yeah. So no. He's going to start getting brown around the teeth. Mm-hmm teeth are going to curl in first. Some kids are going to go and smash them against some steps. Yeah, so we haven't even talked about the villains of this movie Mm -hmm. yet. And this movie has some wonderful villains. Yes. And we start off right away with the wheelies. (laughs) Oh, boy. Which, as soon as you hear that, Anybody that's seen this movie knows that noise of those wheels. Yeah, yeah. And these are guys that have two feet and two arms that just have wheels on the end of them. And are their arms very long? They're very very long. long. Their arms are very long. They move in a scary way. They're always on all fours, just wheeling around. And then the tops of their helmets have scary faces painted on them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So it's the sound, and then they have this high-pitched cackle, and they move in a pack, and they got yeah. the, lo- the long arms and the squealy yeah. wheels. Yeah. Oh, and that's another like thing that contrasts with the original is like the only real like evil minions they had were the live monkeys. chimps. Yeah, oh, yeah. And this, it was the first time you had like evil people, but who also were contorted and disformed. It's like, how did they get that way? <laughs> that yeah. is a big question. How yeah, do they like, get how those did they... things happen? Those hands. Yeah. Yeah. Or lose their hands. Um, I think, I don't know, I didn't notice, but was there any point in time where they grabbed Dorothy or any of the characters? No. Because I'm wondering how they would hold <laughs> on to <laughs> them. They just laughed and rolled, and that yeah. was a joke. Yeah. Yeah, like, Mombi's like, bring me that chicken. Like, how are they going to get yeah. that chicken? Yeah. yeah. Anything they grab is just going to like roll, roll right out of their hand. Away, yeah. The great uh, intimidation, though. Mm-hmm. If you, yeah, they are, oh, yeah. They are frightening. But yeah, like I don't know what the the. You can the only end use them. You want to use them to flush your victims into a different area. That's yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah. If you want to get somebody to run, you send the wheelies out. Yeah. Them. Yeah. And they work as like a team of horses, but yeah, that yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, they did that as well. Oh yeah, yeah they, were, uh, they were drawing uh, the carriage. Man, how dehumanizing! I know. <laughs> That's what you get if you can't even get a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess you're good for can't it. catch a chicken. The chicken ends up being the hero of the whole day. She saves the day. I know. Which they they like alluded to that right in the beginning when they show up in Oz and the the rock guy mm. starts asking. He's like. Oh, yeah, they have a chicken. They have a chicken. chicken. What? A chicken! Yeah. And the Gnome King just seemed to forget that later. 
Yeah. It's like, uh, at one point they had a chicken, I guess. I mm. guess they lost the chicken. Yeah. This was a big yeah. deal. This was the thing they were most concerned about. Yeah. And then they just let it walk right in there. <laughs> it's yeah. like I heard somebody has a gun. And you're like, oh shit, he's got a gun. But then they show up and like, well, I don't see a gun. So I guess I'm fine. It's yeah. not like he has it under his shirt or yeah. No need to or check in his... inside that guy's head. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> he where might I have would... a gun in there. <laughs> That's where I would keep a gun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Matt, you never seen the movie before. No, I Was this I'm... everything that you thought it would be? It was different. Um, yeah, it was... Definitely, I, I'd always heard that it was creepy. Mm-hmm. I think I've also, like, I think I was sort of confusing it with my head with uh, what was, like, the Alice in Wonderland sequel, yeah. which mm-hmm. was also, I guess, right in the same vein, because that was extremely creepy, and I do remember that. Yeah. Maybe that was just the, the way you did things in the 80s. You're like, let's revisit something, but, yeah. you know, Inst- we don't want this one to be a cherished memory. We'll make this one just <laughs> yeah. um, kids to have nightmares. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, it's still, like, you know, in the end, had that, weird kind of like a little bit of cutesy okay everything's generally okay except for the doctor burning to death yeah yeah, very casual with that Mm -hmm. yeah and we're supposed to be happy like oh good everyone got theirs in the end who deserved it except i feel bad about yes more than anything else (laughs) so in this movie when when she goes in to get the electro shock therapy or whatever it is there um they put these things yeah they they put the stuff on her ears and the Mm -hmm. power goes out in the hospital and like for me, that's I thought that was when her Where the dream dream starts. starts yeah, you know, yeah. is that the electricity actually started and she went into like this dream state? But in reality, or you know, reality in the movie, she mm-hmm. had actually escaped the hospital. Yep, she got into a river. Yep, and carried down the river and yep. then yep. dreamed overnight or whatever. Yep, and in the meantime, she's laying by the river. The hospital the burned down. down. Yep. And everybody died. No, everybody lived. Oh, except, except for the doctor. the doctor who went in to save his machine. Who did nothing wrong. Yeah. He yeah. was like sweet. He tried to make the machine like palatable. He's yeah. like, it's like a little it's face. Got a it's face cute. on like, it. Do- yeah. he, he was like Patch Adams of the time. See, it's yeah. 1900. I yeah. mean, yeah. it's. This is. They were still chopping off limbs from gangrene. Yeah. (laughs) Dorothy has her own room. They're like, you may nap if you wish. Like, what a nice thing. Yeah. It's good here. Yeah. You know, last time somebody told me I may nap if I wish. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be so nice. Uh, But, like, because it's scary to Dorothy, we're we're meant to assume. And, like, watching it as a kid, obviously those were the bad guys. Yeah. But, like... That's the thing is like it was less scary this time, you know, than it was for me as a five year old. Because like it now I'm paying attention to all the connective parts where I'm like, oh, that's why this makes sense. That's why she's there. Whereas as a kid, I was just like, why is she in a psych hospital? Like very much like felt like that. So it was like, of course, those are the bad guys. Yeah. Because they're making her be there. Yeah. Yeah. All the stuff in her head was real, Mm. you know? Yeah. And now, all, and now all of us as adults are just like, I wish we got health care that was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wish my doctor took the time to, like, explain to me what everything is and yeah. be like, you see the stethoscope and it's like a face and everything. Yeah, Thank like, you. This is great. Yeah. And they just did a bad job of making the doctor not likable. Like, they make the head nurse a little bit, like, she says something a little, like, well, she's got like, a little yeah, attitude yeah, once yeah. in a while. She's like, you may nap if you please. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I'll like, put your lunch here a little bit 
you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, not gingerly. Yeah, yeah they took like. her food from her. That yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they were also just like, "There's food here." Yeah, but they also addressed the nurse in a way that was very much like the the wicked, the wicked witch, witch. Yeah. would dress. But she was witch, so much like, more apparently evil. Like this, like, I know, character they, was just like. <laughs> Yes, this medical procedure. Please wear all black with weird pointy <laughs> yeah, shoulder pointy. hats. Yeah. <laughs> and a key hanging from a three-foot chain. Did you notice that? Right yeah. at the beginning, she had a oh. chain with the key hanging down. Yeah. Which I thought she was going to lock Dorothy in, and then Dorothy just opens the door, and I'm like, this place isn't even back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, she wasn't even locked in a room. She could leave whenever yeah. she wanted. And the doctor's like a sweetheart. Like, he reminds me of like a grandfather. I was like, yeah. I like this guy. You're trying he to help this cared about yeah. the machine that he presumably spent his life like, yeah. like putting yeah. all his life into helping mm. people and, I know. and when the the electricity went out all the other patients were like screaming and he was like getting the nurse like you should check on those patients, patients. that are yeah. in trouble yeah yeah get them out of this hospital that might burn down and we're like assuming they're all like you know in distress because they've gotten some sort of like you know neurological damage or psychological damage because of this machine mm. but we're like no they're in an asylum a lot of these people probably had legitimate issues they yeah. couldn't even yeah. help yeah. so we're they like were screaming oh, already. this is a bad yeah. place yeah they we showed up screaming suddenly you can exactly. hear them because yeah. the generator went down yeah. so yeah. they're all disturbed yeah the whole thing's actually a really sad story about yeah. uh, innocent it's healthcare professionals dying oh or getting arrested stigmatization of mental illness I know yeah. And then the the guy the doctor's analog in Oz, the gnome king, mm. like he's not into technology. He's into hoarding. Like there's yeah. no that part is right, the anti capitalist kind yeah. of yeah, yeah. <laughs> fairy he, he's tale. Uh, he's a dragon sitting on a giant pile of gold. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, there is a point in time where he's talking about how somebody took something from him and Dorothy says, but you have so much. And he ha he does. He has he everything, life, much more point. than he would ever need. Yeah. And He's he just like, goes, that's, that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have kids in this school district. Watch <laughs> 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 yeah, the, the, he was total opposite of the real doctor. The real doctor yeah. is like trying to help her the only way he can, despite the fact that she suffers from Benjamin Button disease as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you used to be 16 and you're 10 now, but I think yeah. I can fix the dreams. True. <laughs> so, okay, Laura, this is a question for you mm. because you had mentioned these two things specifically. But mm. if this movie had to lose one of these two things, if, if one of these two things was not in the movie, oh. which one would make you sadder that it wasn't mm. there? The oh. lunch pails that grow on the tree. Oh, shit. Okay. Or the great shine put on TikTok oh. at the end. Oh. oh. Did you have mm. that pre-prepared? Because those are great. Mm. Yeah. No, I was just mm. thinking of it now. <laughs> oh, God. But Laura had mentioned it before, so yeah, I was like... because this movie is full of, like, those moments that, like, really stand out to a little kid's yeah. like, visual... Like, Cortex. <gasps> I couldn't remember much else about that movie a couple of years ago, but like I remember the lunch pails, mm -hmm. you know. It's great. Sadder. Mm. Yeah. Gosh. I oh. I, 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 uh, I guess I could do without, like, the full shine on TikTok. Like, <laughs> I mean, he goes so many grades of, like, brass to, like, bright gold. Yeah. I know. He's like yes. C3PO. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. 
oh, oh that's but, right, like, that's and oh, the lunch pails looked even better than I remembered. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. cause the ripe ones are like red, and then they're like on a yellow. gradient from yeah. like yellow to green to red. I'm like, oh, it looks, and then she opens it up, and it looks like a fruit, but then inside, ham sandwich. sandwich, which is so much better than fruit. <laughs> Did oh. you remember what was inside? I thought it was a sandwich, but like, I, but it was one of those things where I was like, I don't know, maybe I just assumed. Yeah. Oh. You, don't, you don't want to eat a ripe ham sandwich. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She opens one of the other ones, it's just a pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this one's not ripe. Uh, <laughs> Put it back for a little while. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we've recorded for almost half an hour. Can you believe well, that? Wow. Yeah. I can't believe we got so much in. It's <laughs> <laughs> so just half an hour. Any any last words? Anything you want to talk about from the movie? Hmm. Did we miss anything? I mean, realistically, we could make this a weekly podcast. Right. <laughs> we could talk about Return to Oz every, every week. week. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it, watch Return to Oz. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun, yeah. It was a, it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch Laura watch it. it was, <laughs> Laura was the only one who like vividly remembered I, the movie. Oh. Watch I, it in a group. Yeah, yeah. yeah, watch, yeah make it a group uh, thing. Yeah, Weog Tiag Piag. Oh yeah. Oh. And this podcast has come to life. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for being here, Matt MacArthur and Sean Rosa and Laura Clark. And we'll see. You guys are all doing the debate, right? Yeah. yeah. Friday. Absolutely. Sweet. So um, we're going to be on to the debate next. And um, enjoy. All right. Next up is the debate. These are recorded live at Maggie's Lounge every Friday night at 7 p.m. So come down and join us sometime. Maggie's Lounge has delicious pizza. They've got a great beer selection and a hell of a show every Friday night at 7 p.m. And if Fridays aren't as great for you, maybe Monday night. We do a sort of lead up to the show every Monday. We're going to cover the same topic that we'll be covering on Friday. But instead of a debate, we'll be having a trivia quiz portion run by May Keith. We'll be having a charades section run by Sarah Morgan. And we'll be having a sort of wild card section where you might be asked to do any number of things, including charades or a Pictionary game or trivia run by Sean Rosa. And I'll be debating people to end the night. I'll, I'll debate as many people as I can at the end of every show. It's going to be a lot of fun. So come down Monday nights, 8 p.m. at Maggie's Lounge. Now, next up is the debate, and the first debate that you'll hear will be between Dominique Jesse James and Ben Loftus. Next up, everybody, please welcome Ben Loftus. Okay, Dominique, your question is going to be from the action category, but uh, do you want to go first or second? I'll go. I'll go second. Second. Okay, Ben. Your question is about Return to Oz. So your question is, which would you be more likely to run from? A hospital that was trying to treat your insomnia or people with wheels for hands and feet? Okay. uh, 
I was dreading this. I came here thinking that I'd seen Return to Oz, but it turns out I've seen The Wiz. So uh, I, I'm a little nervous. I, I, so it's what I'm more scared to run from. Which one are you more likely to run from? I'm more likely to run from the, the hands with wheels thing. That's creepy. And I think that stems more from my hatred of skateboarders more than anything. Uh, but no, something about the mobility of that villain really freaks me. Like, of course I'm going to fucking run. I can't try to, like, oh, I guess I could try to juke him, but I don't really have that level of, like, control over my body, you know what I'm saying? So something about a villain that's like roller skating at me is very fucking disorienting, especially like if it's at night. Like where are they, where's this happening? Is this like inside a building? Because I'm fucked if they're rolling around inside or if it's outside, I don't know. I really wish I'd seen the movie. I'm gonna just uh, put the mic back. If it's inside, you go downstairs. If it's outside, <laughs> if it's outside, go down a hill. <laughs> Problem solved. The hospital, yeah, that, that, that one. That one's trying to cure your insomniac. Insomnia, why do I, I don't want that cured. I want to stay awake. I want to see shit coming like these hands with wheels people, you know, so I can go down my hills, go down these stairs, and I could be okay. Uh, I'm going to admit I've never seen the movie either, but it's, it's the hospital. It's the hospital. That, that's definitely scarier. Hospitals are scary. Fuck those hands with wheels, people. There you go. Wait, wait. So the hospital's just trying to... All hospitals are trying to cure something. That's not fucking scary. That's just, like, what it's there for. Like, I don't... Uh, how is that more scared? Like, you don't want to sleep? I want to be asleep so I can wake up limber for these fucking roller skating <laughs> demons that are following me around. It just seems like you're coming at doctors that are trying to do their job, and I'm trying to maintain my own life in the scary land of Oz. Like, I don't understand, I don't understand why you're against that. Bravo. Yes, bravo, yes, yes. I never said anything about a doctor. I said a hospital. If a building is chasing me, I don't want anything to do with that. And while you're sleeping, these hands with wheels people can come get you in your sleep, and you can't Walk down the stairs or walk down the hill, which is the obvious solution for that. So I'm not fucking with a building. Like, it's too big. Hands with wheel people, I can get rid of them, but not a building. All right. Yeah, I reread the question just to make sure he had it right, and I did say, would you run from a hospital? So Dominique is correct. I got to hand the win to Dominique Jesse James here. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole gauntlet round. So Dominique will be back later. Okay. Now, to start the bracket this evening, everybody, please welcome Matt MacArthur and Pete Andrews. Okay, Matt, do you want to go first or second? I will go second, Sean. Okay. Um, Pete... You can pick any category that you'd like. I'll take comedy. Did you say comedy? If it's still available. Cool. You got it. Yay. This question is about Return to Oz. <laughs> okay. Who has the better origin story? Belinda, Dorothy's chicken that is still a chicken but can now talk. Or the Tin Man, who was once a regular man, 
but kept cutting off his own body parts and replacing them with tin. Did you say who has the better back? Yeah, who's got the better origin story? I mean, I feel like it's got to be the chicken. Because he knew who came first. And now he can finally tell us. Or she, it's a she, I, I'm sorry. Mis misgendering the chicken at this point is a bad start. Oh man, I've got so many questions. Like, what's her opinion on roads? <laughs> and she's been with me since the beginning, you know, whichever way she leans on that philosophical debate. So she knows my backstory, and the two of us can collaborate to make the most of this Oz experience, which, you know, uh, I think is helpful. You know, Toto was there, but he never really pulled his weight. Having a talking chicken who can contribute to the plan is helpful. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm team chicken. You know, they know when skies fall on you. Nah, the chicken just isn't that interesting in the film or in real life, really, you know? Because her origin story is she's a fucking chicken. That's the, it. That's the whole origin story. She's a chicken. She accidentally goes to Oz where everything can talk, including, like, amputated moose heads and shit, if you've seen the film. So, um, yeah, she's just kind of a boring, she's just a chicken that stumbled upon some good fortune. Now she can talk, and she doesn't really have anything to say about anything throughout the entire film. The Tin Man, on the other hand, starts dismembering himself and replacing it with tin. Kind of fucked up, sure, but absolutely interesting because how does he know how to do this? How does he know how to make artificial tendons? His hands work. And the big question is, what does he do when the head's the only thing left? How did he transfer his human consciousness into like a, a, like a water spout bucket thing? He did it, and I want to know a lot about him, because I think he could really improve a lot of stuff in life. The chicken, she couldn't even lay a fucking egg. Time. I mean, she did when it mattered. Wow, man. Way to relegate the chicken to an NPC in your world, bro. Chill. I mean, have you ever hung out with someone with body dysmorphia? It's all me, 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 me. And, they can't, and the Tin Man really did not know that much about, like, anatomy, because guess what he forgot? His heart. <laughs> kind of the key component. Yeah, I'm just going to hang out with my chick. You know, it's got my back. Good friend. Positivity. Time. <laughs> Guys, the Tin Man doesn't need a fucking heart. He's walking around, breathing, talking, cutting shit up. It's just that he doesn't have, like, bowels either. And we're like, we need to get him some. He's not even eating. He doesn't need to shit. He doesn't have blood. He didn't forget anything. He's like, I have everything I need. I have an axe. And the only thing he didn't, he should have carried some oil around if we saw the original. Uh, not relevant for this. Yeah, the chicken, there's just, you know what? She doesn't have anything to say, you know? With chickens, it's all bark, bark, bark. You know, that's all there is. Yeah, great, great debate, both sides. But I got to hand the win here to Matt MacArthur. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome John Farrell and Alan Richardson. John, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Alan, uh, you can pick from action, horror, or wild card. I'd like to do action, please, Sean. Okay. Your question is, 
Which sequel are you more surprised to learn took place on a boat? Speed 2 or Titanic 2? Which one I'm more surprised happened on a boat specifically? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think really I'm more shocked at Speed 2 because, thank you, thank you. Because, all right, you put one bomb on a bus, the manufacturer's going to figure out a way to override a bomb on an engine, right? So now you're putting this in a household speedboats and try, because we all have a speedboat, right? I'm not alone on this. But no one's shocked. No one's shocked that another Titanic went out there. The Titanic was a sequel itself to a ship that crashed after its first voyage. A little lone fact. They replaced the ships. It's a conspiracy theory. We did an episode on that. Uh, but Titanic 2, not shocking, is on a boat. The shocking part is that the tsunami hurls the iceberg at the ship. That's the plot of Titanic 2. But Speed 2, you're like, this is the same shit on a boat without Keanu. So why are we even on a boat if Keanu Reeves isn't meeting us on this boat? You want me to get on a boat without Keanu Reeves? Is this America? Time. So I'm more surprised by Speed 2? Is that okay? Yeah. Titanic. Yeah, I'm more surprised by Titanic. I mean, that shit sunk, and they're taking another shot at it again. If that was me, we're going bust the whole way to Europe <laughs> from New England. How does it work? We build that fucking bridge, and we go right over it. Yeah, it's way, you're going to take that risk again? 1919, ooh, we're going to roll that dice. You are a brave person, people, who are rolling that fucking dice. Why did I say rolling that dice twice? That didn't make sense. I don't like that either. But Titanic, man, ugh. The band went down, and they're going to go down again? Like, what <laughs> the fuck? Speed, I mean, that. I mean, a bomb's a bomb, really. But an iceberg... Man, global warming is not, it, you know, it's, it's not doing us any favors. You're still going to sink that ship again and again and again. I don't know why you would go on and again. It's so surprising it happens. Time. Them. <laughs> okay. We all remember what Titanic was, right? People were trying to, people on that boat were immigrating from Europe to America. Old John here in Trump's America, put the immigrants on a bus. <laughs> we'll build a bridge. <laughs> I've never been more shocked by any boat or man, John. Mean. I don't think that was that was that was rude. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know why you would say that to me. That's, I just love I just love bridges and I love buses. I don't know why you don't. It seems I don't know what you have for hobbies. Mine is public transportation and engineering. That is what they, keeps me sleeping at night. Man, you ever seen a good, beautiful bridge? It, it's so calming, built with so many beams, perfectly straight. How they do it over an ocean? I don't know. Time. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, but I got to pick a winner, and I'm going to say Alan Richardson. Good to know. 
Alan on his way out told me that there's also a Titanic. So, not sure what it would be about, but I'll check it out later. Okay. Titanic 2. There's, yeah, there's usually two of them. I don't, a Titanic 2? Yeah. Yeah. It's a real movie. Okay. Okay. Next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Haley Griffin. Okay, Bill, do you want to go first or second? Okay. Hallie. I think I mispronounced your name. Is it Hallie? Okay. Hallie Griffin. Um, <laughs> Good, Bill. So, do you want horror or wild card? Wild card. Grim. It is kind of a horror one. Okay. Wait, is wild card going to be about Return to Oz? No. Okay, yeah, I'll do wild card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm... Now I want to pick up a return to Oz question. Okay, your question is from Nick Martucci. He asks, Nick. which canceled sequel would you rather got made? This is a sequel that was in planning, never quite made it to production. Uh, Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian, or It's a Wonderful Life, The Rest of the Story. I'm going to go with Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. Um, I think that is, that is a, sounds like a very promising premise. Um, first of all, you get to see Beetlejuice. I'm sure he has like a bunch of fun, spooky, like Speedos um, and shit. Like, um, yeah, uh, like lays made out of bugs or whatever. Um, I think Winona Ryder would probably be like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> I think I think it'd be fun to see like Winona Ryder on the beach. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, I think uh, really honestly, um, I think um, the, like a sequel to It's a Wonderful Life. Like, how the fuck many sequels are they gonna make to It's a Wonderful Life? Like until he dies, because that's the only logical conclusion. Beetlejuice goes to Hawaii. That's just one in a series that I look forward Time. to engaging in. Uh, yeah, they do it until he dies. That's actually what the rest of the story is. You know, he was very happy on Christmas, but that's got to go away eventually because he's, he goes back to the savings and loans. His kids are going to get older. Eventually, they'll be teenagers and stop listening to him. Not that they really listen to him anyways. The kid with the piano keeps playing the piano. She's never going to get better. She doesn't put in the hours. You can't start playing a piano only when dad's there. Dad, listen to the fucking song I'm working on. You've been working on that song for so long. It's been so long. Can you play something else? How about we get you a different instrument? Do you think you'd rather play a different instrument? Get off of that thing! That's the other kid. He's got three kids. Probably going to have more kids. They're a Catholic family, I'm pretty sure. They never got into the religious aspect except for heaven. That was a religious aspect. <laughs> so angels aren't going to always come down and save the day. Yeah, they'll do it the first two or three movies. By the fourth movie, you've got to get the devil in Time. there. Time. 
Uh, if I want to watch a guy fuck up his life over and over again and then learn a lesson over and over again, I'll just watch whatever Tim Allen's doing. <laughs> I don't know. Like, no, that doesn't seem like fun to me. Like, oh, uh, Christmas is over. Maybe the world would be better off if I weren't in it. No, here your kid's playing a piano and then you get to teach them to love the piano or whatever. Beetlejuice goes to Hawaii and turns a volcano into a haunted house. Time. <laughs> yeah. yes. They did that on the Brady Bunch, so it's not, <laughs> it's not new. No. Well, don't you recognize me? It's me, it's Jimmy. It's the 50th movie in the series. God, I just wish I'd die already. <laughs> That's probably what it's going to sound like, you know? But it will be in color. Wait a minute. I'm in color. You guys get it, right? Beetlejuice, by the way, if he went to Hawaii, you know, that'd be fun too. But Jimmy Stewart wouldn't be there, and he's dead now, so... Yeah, it's sad. Go Satan, as, J as Joel already said. Time. All right. Well, now I want to see both of those movies, but the winner here is Bill McMorrow. Hey, Sean, don't look, but there's a ghost behind you. It is very spooky in here tonight, right? This isn't even our Halloween show. That's Sunday night. Hey, everybody come to the Halloween show Sunday night at... At the comedy studio. It'll be fun. All right. And to wrap up the first round, everybody please put your hands together for Joe Polana and Dominique Jesse James. Joe, do you want to go first or second? Uh, it's a sequel debate. I got to go second. Okay. <laughs> Dominique, comedy, horror, or wild card? We're gonna go comedy. Okay. Your question is from Dave Buckley. All righty. He asks, better reason to get divorced from Clark Griswold? Because he keeps planning awful vacations or because he keeps replacing your kids with different children <laughs> thinking you won't notice? Placing the kids part, you know? Yeah, fuck that. Uh, awful vacations I can get over, but uh, replacing my kids, that's like cause for death right there, you know? That's, uh, yeah, no, you're not replacing my kids. I, have, I, have, I don't have a kid. I have a dog, and if someone tried to replace my dog, I'd go full on John Wick, you know? Yeah. 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 Also has a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> that's my time. I have so many kids. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, would I wish they were all different. Like, <laughs> my life only gets better with different kids. Uh, but a shitty vacation I can't recover from. I have such low self-esteem that only a moose-themed roller coaster can cure. Uh, <laughs> if John Candy's there, fucking yeah, even better. All right. Also... It, in this scenario, I'm Chevy Chase, so I am on so much coke <laughs> that I don't, 
I'm taking kids left and right. Like, they are just <laughs> interchangeable. They are only blurs on the periphery of my vision. <laughs> they, just get me to community. I'll do that. I'll be okay at it, but I'll make everyone else really annoyed. <laughs> I think we have a m new most irresponsible parent over here. <laughs> he's, he's doing blow, different kids, absolutely not. I'm keeping my kids, keeping my kids, keeping my dog. If you take them, I'll kill you. Uh, I'm taking, that's why your self-esteem is so low is because you don't have the capacity to love all these new kids. You, you know? <laughs> so, a shitty vacation. I'll go on every shitty vacation with all my same kids and- Time. <laughs> Yeah, good luck keeping your kids after you take them to a fucking lake. <laughs> <laughs> They're walking into that lake and drowning themselves. <laughs> you know whose dad never planned a good vacation? Virginia Wolfs. That's who. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I got weirdly literary. <laughs> I've read poems. <laughs> Time. <laughs> All right, I gotta hand the win here to Joe Polana. I'm so glad you didn't get to rebut me. <laughs> All right. Also, Joe, I forgot to tell you, um, I, I was told earlier today that we have a rule for you tonight, which is that you are not allowed to talk about Gremlins to the new batch unless it is specifically part of the question. <laughs> All right, um, so before we start round two, I'm going to read you guys the questions that aren't currently in the rotation, but one of them will be one of them will be the final question of the night. So I want you guys to make some noise for your favorite question uh, out of this group. Okay. First question is from Mike Giordano. He asks, Best method of naming your sequel, adding a number and a subtitle, or conjugate the verb from the original title? Okay, some of you don't know what conjugate means. All right, next up. Uh, Ken Green asks, if you, if you simply must die for Sandra Bullock, would you rather do it on a boat or a bus? <laughs> That's a good. That's a good one. Or in space? Oh. Gravity wasn't a. It wasn't a part of the series, though. Okay, this question is from Zach Jones. He asks, "Best setting for a sequel: the big city or out of space?" Outer space. <laughs> Out of space. Joe Polana asks, are you too fast or too furious? <laughs> that's people yelling, that's keeper. Okay. Nick Martucci wants to know, what's the more interesting plot line for a sequel? A fall of a hero or the redemption of a villain? It is good, yeah. Okay. 
Alyssa Gang asks, in in the high school musical TV show spinoff, high school, wait, wait, it's called, it's called High School Musical, the musical series. Is it necessary to say musical twice in the title? Okay. Okay, we won't ask it. And our last potential question here is from Nick, Nick Mar Martucci. Nick Martucci. He asks, better pun subtitle. Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Or House 2, The Second Story. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. Too Fast, Too Furious is the favorite? Okay. The Redemption one? The Redemption one's a real one, guys. Do you like the Redemption one? Okay. Next up. Bring Tyler back. Next up, everybody, please welcome Laura Clark and Matt MacArthur. Oh, my God. I hope this is a Return to Oz question so bad. <laughs> we all watched Return to Oz together Tuesday night, so I'm really hoping for it. Um, so, Laura, do you want to go first or second? Okay, Matt, you can pick horror or wild card. Horror, please. Okay. Your question is from Nick Martucci. He asks, bigger threat when they take Manhattan? Jason or the Muppets? Oh, come on. The Muppets aren't a threat to anybody because... No, no, Joe, Joe, don't inject yourself into this. The Muppets provide nothing but joy to anybody in zany antics. Have you ever heard the threat level? Like, there's a terrorist threat level. There's not, like, a zany antics threat level. Like, there's too many goddamn Muppets running around Manhattan. Don't fly today, because Animal might go and try to play your head like a drum or something. You might get your cookie stolen. No, it's not a big deal. Jason punches somebody's face off. Yes. All right? The Muppets, I'm not completely familiar with the entire catalog, I will admit. But I don't remember any faces being punched off in either <laughs> the movies or the series. Sesame Street, with the, there was never a face taken off. Um, yeah, there's no machetes involved. Even when the Muppets, like, you know, even when the... Time! Okay, so teamwork, first of all. Two, Jason, he's, he's, he's one guy, and you clearly can see he's a threat from the hockey mask that he wears in places where hockey's not happening. The Muppets thwarted a heist. They thwarted an entire diamond heist by out-heisting the heisters. I believe that's the plot of Muppets Take Manhattan, but it might be one of the other movies. Okay. Whatever, they work together. So if you're talking about, like, Muppets v. Jason, are you kidding? kidding me. Miss Piggy's all distracting him. Kermit's like working the whole thing. Kermit knows what everyone's 
these talents are. They put on a show every fucking week. That takes so much work. That takes so much work. But they do it. Kermit has everyone's talents. He knows what they are. Like, they can kill Jason for sure, which means they're a bigger threat to Manhattan. Yeah, killing the biggest murderer in horror movies <laughs> history is a big threat, right? They're stealing diamonds from the rich. That's a big threat. I forgot the kill count of the Muppet movies is massive. <laughs> I forgot. You're right. No, I mean, Jason's, uh, he's murdering people. The Muppets are, uh, they're making us laugh. And you know what? If that's murder, then I guess this whole room is a big threat to Manhattan, okay? <laughs> Just kidding. A lot of us are not funny at all. Um, <laughs> No, it's uh, <laughs> time. Okay. So, wait. Okay. Because the Muppets, yeah, they're not a threat to us good law-abiding folk, all right? But, like, who, a threat to the city of Manhattan? That me, Like, Manhattan's full of gazillionaires with hoarded diamonds that they've stolen, all right? Like, that's the currency that Manhattan runs on. The Muppets are a huge threat to all of that because the Muppets are uh, the proletariat, all right? They are comrades. They work together, and they're going to redistribute the wealth. Time. Threats Manhattan. All right. Clearly, they're both uh, very big threats to Manhattan, uh, but I got to hand the win here to Laura Clark. <laughs> Mostly because she said it's hard to... Sh run a weekly show. <laughs> feel, feel appreciated. It's just nice for somebody to say something nice, you know? Okay, next up, everybody please welcome Bill McMorrow and his son, Alan Richardson. <laughs> Bill, your question is going to be from the wild card category either way, but do you want to go first or second? I'll take horror, please. I'll go second. And I'll fight the fucking Muppets right now. I don't give a shit. Yeah, my dad's the coolest dad in the world. He'll fight Muppets. He threw away all my toys as a kid. All right. He stole most of those toys. This is most likely debate to go off the rails. Um, all right. Um, your question is from Wildcard. It is a question by Joe Palana. He asks, sequel to a Best Picture winner you'd rather see? Driving Miss Daisy, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> or Amadeus 2, Secret of the Ooze. I've, I've driven my grandmother, my father's mother, around before. And she is a good lady. But, Lord, her reactions when you take that corner, <laughs> it's sequel-worthy. <laughs> now, if you can imagine the bitter racist dialogue of Driving Miss Daisy, of the subtext at least, and then add Tokyo drifting into that, because then she's going to look at the other people drifting and point out that, yeah, you're drifting, but you're not drifting as safe as the other people, maybe not as fast as the other people. But Amadeus 2, Secret of the Ooze, 
That's just Planet of the Apes. That's all that is. <laughs> My only familiarity with Amadeus is The Simpsons doing Dr. Zaius. I want to take this extra time to say I love my father no matter what happens. Time. I was going to take this opportunity to tell you you're adopted, but I'm not going to do that now. Listen, they already made the uh, Drive Miss Daisy uh, Battle in the Friends. What, what are you calling it? Tokyo Drift. Yeah, it's called Green Book, and it came out like last year. It's the same fucking movie. They just reversed the roles. The Uzi guy, I'd love to see that movie because they have the Rukmi Amadeus. We get to fucking live through that again. Imagine if we could live through a time where we did the Rukmi Amadeus song all the time again. It would be amazing. Fucking this, my boy right here is a fucking really good musician. We could fucking re-record it. We'd release it on our own uh, record label that I'm not legally allowed to tell you about yet. So forget I said that part, but it's going to be good. And it's going to be downloadable. I just need it. I need cash because right now we have a problem with the credit card machine and the credit cards. And, you know, the credit card companies aren't being helpful either. Time. Listen, my dad needs this money, okay? The goddamn banks are against our family for no reason. We have a few defaulted accounts. That's not that important. But he's talking about the cool music we're going to do. And uh, my name is Miss Daisy, and I'm here to say I'm going to drive you around in an unsafe way. Going to take a corner. Yeah. We've already heard a fucking Amadeus song, but we've never heard a song about an old lady that, you know, slide on the seat. Alan, you can drive my car. Can we stop at the next bar? You know, because Miss Daisy, uh, historically alcoholic. I think it came through in, in, first of all, in the way she treated people. And also, she was very forgetful. Very forgetful. Remember when she'd always be like, uh, is this my car? I don't... Is this your car? Who's, where's the Piggly Wiggly at? I don't even... Is there a Piggly Wiggly? Time. All right. Well, All right. Dad told me to keep going, Sean. <laughs> I've never seen two people work together to, to work against me so much. Uh, but I got to hand the win to Alan Richardson this time. Thank you. I want to take this opportunity to thank my dad for believing in me. All right, uh, in the finals, everybody please welcome Joe Polana and Alan Richardson. Okay, now we just have to figure out which question to do. So we're gonna. I'm his new dad now. I'm gay, Dad. Get over We're going to get rid of Too Fast, Too Furious, because that's a Joe Polana question. We're going to get rid of the Sandra Bullock on a bus or a boat, because we already had a Speed 2 question. So you want the hero and villain? Yeah? Okay, this is a real one. All right. Joe, do you want to go first or second? I'd like to go second, please, Sean. Okay. Alan, your question is from Nick Martucci. He asks, 
More interesting plot line for a sequel, The Fall of a Hero or The Redemption of a Villain? The Fall of a Hero, Sean, because The Redemption of a Villain, I don't care. I, I don't... <laughs> I'm not, I'm not looking to escape my miserable life to feel better. I'm escaping my miserable life to watch someone have a more miserable life. <laughs> Would you like to guess my favorite of the original Star Wars? It's Empire. Because a dude gets his hand cut off. A dude gets frozen in stone. Probably chubbed, by the way, because... You know, he probably has the maturity to not be fully erect the entire time but he's still very, like, into Leia. And then he's going to be stuck there, living the whole time, like, oh. God, I just want to itch it, at least. And, you know, that shit's more fun to me than watching, I don't know who the, like, Creed Two with fucking Drago. The redemption of that villain was dog shit. Time. I didn't spoil shit. Look, I'm just going to fall on my sword and say, in Gremlins 2, the new bed. <laughs> Arguably, the whole first Gremlins movie can't happen without Gizmo fucking up. But in Gremlins 2, Gizmo, he goes through the Rambo training montage. He solves shit. Gizmo is... Uh, the villain become Rambo, who is a villain who also becomes a hero in the later movies because he has PTSD that isn't treated, much like being a mogwai isn't treated in the first Gremlin. Anyways, Alan should win, and uh, Muppets, Great Muppets Caper is the one where they steal the diamonds. I just need to say that. I need it on the record. Muppets take Manhattan. They put on a Broadway musical, and Kermit gets amnesia. Uh, I agree with Joe. I know this is a debate, but I do agree. I should win. Uh, but he just said Rambo goes from being a villain to a hero. I'm sorry, Joe. I didn't realize Vietnam vets were villains to you. And on a further note, for the record, Jason takes a cruise ship from a lake to the New York Harbor. They didn't have the money to film in New York, so they didn't. The Muppets are more terrifying to Manhattan than Jason, because what's going to bring down capitalism more than teamwork and joy? Time. The fall of a hero. I'm just going to say it. Vietnam vets are just Canadians we didn't have. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. you know what's going to take down capitalism? An effective use of socialism. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> That's right, they all just deferred to Canada like my dad would have if his number got called. He brings it up a lot. He's old. My siblings are laughing. That's all I care about. I am the better sequel to them. Time. Oh, snap! Oh, snap! is a baby burner. Okay, well, as you all know, there's no way that I could choose a winner here on my own, so I need you all to go into the Pick a Side Stupid Facebook group. And in the group, 
you can choose your winner. You can vote for either Alan Richardson or Joe Polana. And the Patreon. So if you're a patron, if you uh, subscribe to our Patreon, you can also put in your vote there. Um, also, we have some of these little mixed media tiles over here with some of the artwork. And if you're a patron uh, and you would like one, let me know because uh, we have them here for our patrons tonight. All right. From your voting, everybody, give it up for Alan Richardson. That was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Congrats to Alan Richardson for winning this week. And thanks to Matt Bedell for creating the artwork. You can check him out at Bedell was already taken on Instagram. And a big warm audio hug to all of our patrons who help support the show and keep it going. If you want to help support it and you haven't been on the Patreon account yet, head on over to patreon.com. Once you're on there, search for Pick a Side. And for just five bucks a month, you can be helping support this show. And we really appreciate it when people do that. All right, so if you want to find some comedy shows each week, Monday nights, I'll be hosting shows at Maggie's Lounge at 8 p.m. On Wednesday nights, I'll be hosting The Poor House. That's stand-up comedy. We're down in the basement every Wednesday night. It's a free show, and they have half-priced chicken sandwiches. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m., The Poor House. And this live debate show where other comics face off against each other and I judge it, that is every Friday night at 7 p.m. at Maggie's Lounge. They've got delicious pizza. They've got a great beer selection and a hell of a fun show. So come down Friday nights, Maggie's Lounge. 7 p.m.